0: Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. I
1: don't want to be
2: another nigga. Tell the government I don't want to be another nigga. Tell them white folk I don't want to be another nigga. Tell them black folk I don't want to be another nigga. Tell the world. I don't wanna be another nigga, waiting with my hands out. Broke in the hood, they give a damn bout. Bragging till my homie about to hold a fuck drinking bottles after the bottle because I smoke too much. I never had a job that would pay me well. I took what I could, cause they gave me hell. Spend what I stole on some clothes and kicks. My ex-girl say I wanna mount the shit, but she suckin' fuck when my car roll up. Try to fuck her sister, but she talked too much. My mama shake her head whenever I come round Whatever high I had when I saw it might come down I barely go to church but I say I will I bow my head right before I eat my meal The world's fucked up and they claiming I'm the blame It's a damn shame, cause I don't wanna be another nigga Tell the government, I don't wanna be another nigga Tell them white folk, I don't wanna be another nigga Tell them black folk, I don't wanna be another nigga Another world.
0: I don't be another welcome to keeping it real with jared lawrence i'm your host jared lawrence <laughs> that that song right there um, speaks for itself it's big crit it's called another n-i-g-g-e-r I'm not going to say the word because you know what? I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like saying that word anymore. And we're going to, this is a very um important uh episode because we're going to, we're going to talk about Joe Rogan and is he racist? He was dropping the word, but that song to me is a really good song because it's basically big crit talking about how he doesn't want to be like looked at as the N word anymore. But he, he says it because, He spells it out and what it means um, in the title. So he says it's another naive individual glorifying greed and encouraging racism. That is a great explanation. And we're going to get right into it. We're not even going to waste much time on this. I have a special guest that I want to talk to on this issue So without further ado, I'm gonna call him. He's been on this show before. It's none other than my good friend Mark. I was hoping to have his significant other on, Janika. But we're apparently we're not gonna have her on today. Mark, what's up? This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. Welcome to the show. Sorry. Sorry for the the little bit of time it took me to call you. I had to switch memory cards because. Even though uh, my, my new Telephone or SIM card works on my Nokia, I enjoy it better. I think the sound is just better on this Samsung for some reason. Or not Samsung, the Motorola.
1: Gotcha.
0: I'll give Motorola that. Like, their sound is is really good. Like, it even says that this call is in HD. So, I don't know what that means. I guess I'm, uh, what is it, uh, Volt? I think I'm Volt.
1: You know, I keep telling you, you should just buy a uh, get an iPhone and get over it. You've bought like six phones over like the last six years.
0: <laughs> well, Mark, that is why I'm going to your house tomorrow. Hopefully, you'll be home so I can return the eighty dollar budget Nokia I bought, and then I'm just gonna ride out with my regular Nokia.
1: Yep.
0: Is your volume up on your phone? You're coming a little low.
1: Yeah, my volume is all the way up.
0: Okay. All right. Let me just pull, I'm gonna pod you all the way up on this one on the soundboard then. Okay, so it took me a minute to call you. I had to make sure I started this episode right. I played Big Crit. I don't want to be another N-word. And I think it's very important because of what we're going to talk about today with this whole Joe Rogan situation. You wanted me to watch Van. I get him confused. I think it's Lathan. Yep. I watched Van Lathan's podcast with him and uh, the beautiful, might I add, Rachel Lindsay from The Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, And you know, I never got your thoughts
0: Well, because I'm waiting for the podcast I, The One rule in Radio Mark Is when you guys have a topic You don't talk about it before you go on the air Because a lot of the good points are going to be Mentioned if you talk about it before And then they won't be Reciprocated or they, You won't say it again So I like to wait, that's why I didn't, I'm glad I didn't even go to your house last weekend Because I'm like, we would have been talking about this And it wouldn't have been as good recorded
1: Gotcha, gotcha
0: So I did watch it I was actually going to watch it again tonight before I called you, but then my aunt called me about a family trip we're supposed to be doing in June, so I didn't get a chance to watch it again, but I remember my thoughts on it. So basically they were just asking the question on is Joe Rogan racist because of the repeated times he's used the N-word on his podcast, and then also him referencing black people to monkeys or gorillas because he was going to see Planet of the Apes and he said he got dropped off in a, I guess, a black neighborhood, and he said he felt like he was in Planet of the Apes.
1: Yep. It was Philadelphia, I believe.
0: Oh, I didn't I didn't hear him say where he was. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. He was in a urban area. I, I thought he was in California for some reason when he said it. But yeah. Alright, so let's let's just dive right into it. Let's talk about
1: Well, before you do that, the most I think one of the most telling things that he said was that if you remember he's having a, a conversation joe rogan it is with a another individual who's mixed
0: oh yes yes i'm glad you brought and, that up because i forgot and, about that
1: yes and he asked the person you're mixed right and the person says yes i'm mixed with black and white and joe rogan says oh you got the best of both worlds the black body and the white mind
0: i was more mad about the mixed guy not sticking up for the black side like
1: <laughs> well you know what i i I don't know how the rest of that conversation went because, you know, they didn't play the whole clip. So. Yeah, but just
0: him laughing it off and not, like, checking him right there, <laughs> I felt like he should have said something like, well, you know, my dad is smart, too. Like, he should have said something and not laughed it off because I'm sure he's heard that a lot in his life, like, mm-hmm. all types of jokes about him being mixed and stuff. And I actually talked about, not to get off topic, but I did talk about, like, Mike McDaniel on here last week. And I had a different take on him than... um what most of the country did because everybody's mad that he's not claiming that he's black yeah and i'm like bro when you look like that like (laughs) he don't look black so i'm not mad at him for not claiming it because his his whole point was he hasn't had black experiences yeah
1: so if you haven't i agree with that if he
0: hasn't had those experiences he shouldn't be out here saying i'm black because people are gonna look at him like he's crazy and he doesn't really know the things that we've been through but on, at the same point, and this is where I'm going to tie it into the other mixed guy from Joe Rogan, Mike McDaniel has a black father. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he's like super light, if he's mixed or whatever, but his father, I'm just assuming, probably looks a little bit more on the black side than Mike McDaniel. So in, in that point, I think he's probably heard a lot of stories from his father or his father's family about the black experience. He has <laughs> some type of knowledge about it. The same way I think the mixed guy on Joe Rogan probably has some type of knowledge on what it's like to be black from his family members. Even though he looked a little bit more mixed than Mike McDaniel. But The whole point is that when you have that information and you know what black people have been through, you should be educating. So he should have checked Joe Rogan in that, in that situation just because he knows the stereotypes that black people deal with whether he's experienced it or not. He knows yeah. it. Whereas Joe Rogan... He might just be more ignorant. I'm. I'm not. I'm still trying to decide if I think he's just unaware of the racism. Mm-hmm. But I think what he said, all the stuff he was saying, was racism or racist. But I don't know if he knew it was racist because sometimes white people will say things like that because they've never been checked on it. Yeah. But I mean, Rogan has so many black friends. I feel like he he has to know better.
1: <laughs> well, I, I. But it also. I, I think that one comment when you say the black body and the white mind, it—I don't know if it's racist, but it—it it definitely shows that he has a lower.
0: You think opinion. less of black people. What's that? You think less of black people when you're saying that. So yeah, to me, that's I mean, racist. So,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just saying. I mean, because you said you don't know if he's racist or not, but he does have uh, the tendencies. He's. He's. He definitely thinks we're not as intelligent. <laughs>
0: I just want to hold off on calling him racist because, one. Let me see, like, just because you say something racist doesn't, I, I don't want to just put you the like, you're always racist. Yes. And I think that's no, I, what they were, what Van Lathan was saying. And that's why I agreed with him. Like, just because you say one racist thing, that doesn't make you racist for the rest of your life.
1: No, I agree with that. I agree. But what one thing that really, what Van Layton said that I thought was important, and it was that it doesn't matter if he's racist or not. And I thought, I was like, wait, what? But his point was, it doesn't matter if Joe Rogan is racist. What matters is, is that the platform that he's using to influence others with his ra- with what could be racist views, because we can't we're not we're not going to change Joe Reagan's heart or mind by having discussion. But what we need to do is stop the spread of those racist ideas. And that's the problem: is that Rogan has his platform. Whether he's racist or not, he's spreading racist ideas such as black people aren't as smart as white people
0: yeah let's i guess since we're on that one first because we're gonna talk about like some of the different things that he said but yeah let's let's stick with that so we both think that he what he said was very harmful and damaging just because it's going out to a a big platform like he's on spotify Mm -hmm. millions of listeners he's probably the most popular podcaster out there and, you know, there's a lot of white people who already think like this about black people. So when Rogan's saying it,
1: yeah. it's just in-
0: enforcing it.
1: Yeah, reinforcing he's, re- he's re- reinforcing it. Yeah. And I, so that's why I thought when Van said that is important, like the question whether he's racist or not is not the problem. The problem is his influence with racist ideas.
0: All right. Let me ask you this then. What do we think about his apology? Because he came well, out, he apologized. He said, you know what? Listening back, the stuff sounds really bad. And I, I thought he did good there. Yeah. But then he gave us the white guilt where it's like, but you know what? Like he was kind of trying to still make an excuse for it. Or I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He was like, it sounded really bad, but I didn't mean it like that. Like instead of just, you know, sticking well, with you know, it, what, sounded bad. Well,
1: what he did was he, he, he did the thing where he apologized for what he did, but then explained why he did it and give a justification for yes. why he did it. And that kind of... Nullifies the apology because you, you're you're just saying, "Hey, it was I did it because of this, this, and this reasons." So I'm, I'm sorry if you felt that way. It's kind of how it comes off,
0: and it's like it sounded so bad, like especially him using the N word, that him trying to justify it was like it's never gonna sound good with your justification. Not yeah, I, to black I, people, I, at least. Maybe your white friends would be like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're doing." I've, I've said it when I was drunk before. Like you know, maybe they <laughs> under, maybe they do, but we were just looking. At, to me, I was like, this apology even sounds racist.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the best part of his whole apology, like Rachel said on the on the Higher Learning podcast, is when he says, when you have to apologize for being racist, you know you've already messed up. That's, that was the best part of his apology, because yes, you if you have to apologize for being racist, there is a problem. Agreed.
0: I was actually waiting for him to tell us about how many black friends he had. I, I for sure <laughs> thought that was coming. Yeah. But I do, you know, I like Rachel, like, I loved her opinion on everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had this I had this kind of a discussion with um, a, a friend of mine and who who's black and listens to Joe Rogan. And we start talking about it. he's like, oh, Joe Rogan is not is not he's not racist. I listen to him all the time. He's got any he, he decided to give all the qualities to defend Joe Rogan. And I said, did you hear the one thing about the black body and white mind thing? He said no. And once I told her to that, it kind of changed his whole view of Joe Rogan. And I was like, he, I was like do you still think he's racist? Like, I don't know if he's racist, but I know that he looks down on people like me as being inferior. And it was just funny that I I think that is the most important part of it is that Joe Rogan subconsciously or subconsciously, however he does, he doesn't know, but he is, he does not think of black people on the same level. And that comes out of his mouth to millions of people that listen to him.
0: I agree. And honestly, I've never really watched like his whole podcast. I know, He's had a lot of popular people. I know Charlemagne. I think, has been on there before. Andrew Schultz, uh, Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. like It's a big deal to be on there. I think Joe Budden was Budden on there. Budden might have been on there. I can't remember for sure, but
1: everybody thinks it's like... Before this came up, I've never watched a Joe Rogan podcast. Of course, I know who Joe Rogan is, and I've heard about the podcast, but I've never watched it, and I've never thought of him, of anything, right? Because I don't really know anything of him. But I've seen enough people on there... To not to I wouldn't have thought he was racist until this came up, right? Because every time I've seen him, he's always seemed like he's all right. He's he interviews black people. He seems to be cool and with everybody. And then when this whole vaccine thing comes about, I still didn't really think about it. And then somebody then they released that that N word um, snippet. Yo,
0: India Ire blew him up on that one.
1: Yeah, and that was. I was like, whoa, okay. So then I started really paying attention, started listening to stuff, and and you're right. You know, it's hard to just say, yo, he's racist. You know, but to me, again, it's like Van said, it's it's not about it's not a heart and soul thing. I'm not trying to figure that out. I'm trying to protect. You know, I'm trying to protect the people from the, those kind of views is what's more important than what's in his heart and soul.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this: I was well aware that he's used the N word before. Like I've heard about that in the past just like howard stern has used it many times <laughs> on his show like that was not new to me i know van was very very shocked by that i was not shocked by that i've heard it many times about him using it i was just it's like howard until somebody really blasts them and it starts spreading and even i know they put howard on blast for it before but it's just it's howard stern he's gonna be a hard person to take down and i mean but, I,
1: any, but, you, but you know what he's also like isn't joe rogan like a stand-up comedian
0: that's what they said. I mean, I know him more from like UFC,
1: but I, I think he is. A, I think he is a comedian. Somebody said he's a. He I guess does he does both. Up or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that he said does that. both. So you know, and a lot of times you can. I just took it as some of the stuff I heard of him. Just being an edgy comedian, you know. And I, I don't like to say comedians can't. Uh, they have to be PC now. It's it's hard to be a comedian these days. So I always took him as he's just the guy who's gonna who doesn't care and he's gonna be edgy. But then, when you really delve into it, when he's just having a podcast and he's just having a, a conversation with somebody, you could tell that these views he still holds them. He's not being edgy on comedian. He actually holds these views of people.
0: Yeah, and let's let's dive right into the whole N word thing because, like you said, he, there was a clip floating around of him saying the N word numerous times on different shows, different podcasts he had. And I know he's the the whole thing about him saying it was like he's like, why can't I say it in this context? That was his whole argument. He's like, I'm not saying it to be degrading. I'm just explaining something. I'm using the word. And I thought, yeah. I think it was Van. He made a great point where he's like, well, you know, when we're talking about other disparaging words that are, you know, associated with different communities, you don't use those to talk about them, whether it's yeah. a con- whatever the context is. But yeah. it's, it's like that with everybody, man. Everybody, when it comes to the N-word, they always want to use it to say, well, you know what, I'm... I'm not racist like I would never call somebody a uh, and you know when they say the actual word I don't even like saying it, but
1: mm-hmm. they but and but that's where the n-word is like very complicated because unlike those other words that you know you would use to disparage other other groups, those other words aren't aren't part of the zeitgeist of the normal society like the n-word is flowing around in music so much and entertainment. it's just everywhere, right mm-hmm. and, it, and, and it and it's and it's used by black people. Okay. Every day, all of the time. Those other words aren't hurt. What, whatever the words they they the have Jewish one other,
0: ain't nobody saying it. Myers Leonard ain't seen the NBA court since he said that word.
1: Yeah, no one, no one says those words, right? Whatever they would because they know
0: the it. ramifications, and that's I think that's what Van was saying. He's like,
1: but no, but those, but even within that group, they don't use it, right? Like,
0: uh, I've heard them used
1: as I, prolific as the N word is used.
0: Not every song, not every like in music, not on like every time but I've I've heard rappers white rappers say that word on songs yeah. before. I'm not going to say any names cuz I don't want to out anybody but I've heard it used sparingly sparingly.
1: Yeah. But let's be fair. Again, let's be fair. And we've N heard word, Spanish
0: people call each other their the the derogatory term they have.
1: Have I've never heard that.
0: Oh, I've heard it. I've heard it like jokingly, not like trying to be yeah. mean, but in conversation with each other I've heard them use it.
1: Yeah. Jo- yeah. But again, but the N word like is, is unique right because it's used as a in the black community all the time as even as a word of endearment right
0: it could be endearment um, or it can be derogatory. saying like being you can just be saying it because you don't like somebody as a black person like it can be exactly. used in two different ways
1: exactly it's used so much and a lot it's, of it's, i
0: will say this a lot of times in hip-hop if you listen to how they're using it it ain't positive yeah they're usually talking about an op, <laughs> somebody they want to kill or something. It, it, just, just think about that the next time you listen to like a hip hop song when you hear that word, like how it's being used. It's not usually positive yeah. in hip hop.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I haven't really thought about it. but again, with the word, it's so, it's the most popular music genre right now. I, I believe is hip hop, right? So that word is everywhere. as um, if you're listening to that music, and and I think some people are like, well, a lot of people I hear, the argument is always, well, they're saying it. Why can't I say it? And for me, it's like, if it comes out of somebody's white, you know, somebody who's white says it, I automatically get uncomfortable and look at you. And as long as I get that feeling, I don't think you should use it.
0: All right, so I have a theory about this. And I just, I'm glad I just remembered it while we were talking because I thought about this when I was listening to Van talk. Mm -hmm. But all right, I have a theory that when white people say the N-word, and they're doing it in like the context Rogan was doing it, where they're just describing something that happened, but not really, they don't think they're trying to be like derogatory. Yeah. I think, I don't have a percentage. I'm going to say like, I'm going to give myself like, I'm going to say 90% of the time, probably Mm -hmm. even more than that. I think whenever a white person uses the N-word, they are doing it because they want, like, they really want to say it. And that's the way, that's the only way they think they're allowed to say it. But Mm -hmm. it's, they want to say it. Like, they're excited to say it but they know they can't do it in like a racist way. <laughs> so they get excited to use it like, well, you know, I'm not, I don't hate black people. I would never call somebody and then they say it. Yeah. But I feel like they want to say it. Like they feel like they've never been able to say it in public. And they're like, all right, this is my opportunity to,
1: to my get opportunity. away. To,
0: I can get away with it right now.
1: And you might be true. Cause you remember in the clip that they played Joe Rogan in the, when they were trying to sh- play the n-word in full context when joe Organ says it he starts off saying n-word right mm-hmm. when he's telling his little story and the more that he talks about it he gets more excited and then he actually starts using the n-word instead of saying n-word and he never goes back to saying n-word so even in that context he knew that he probably shouldn't say it because he starts off saying n-word and then later on he's like forget it i can say it because i'm going to say it in this context and it's going to be cool um so i think you know and that's where he gets in trouble because if you listen to him he he knows he shouldn't say it he
0: you, knows it are you buying him saying that he never used it what he say i hadn't used it in, in years. years and then they actually no. pulled the footage and they're like oh he said it was like seven years and then when van and um rachel pulled the footage they're like oh this was actually like three years ago
1: yeah no i, I don't believe that maybe he hasn't said it on tape in a few years, but I'm sure he, he's he said it while having conversations. I feel like he
0: uses it in his everyday life. Yeah. He just said it a little, he was a little too comfortable saying it. That I'm like, he probably uses it a lot. And honestly, mm-hmm. he probably has black friends who allow him to use that word. And that's why yeah. I always get mad and I tell my like black people like you gotta check your white friends. Mm-hmm. When they say if you hear them ever say it, I'm not saying like you don't swing on them. You don't have to be like violent and get like curse them out. But just pull them to the side and explain like, hey, yeah, you can't like, no, that's not okay. And the, yeah, but- and the thing I always tell people if I ever hear somebody say it, I'm like, look, I'm not the N-word police. Like, alright, I'm not over here fighting every battle for it, but I'm like, you cannot assume that you can say that word around every black person because everybody's yeah. going to react different. You might have black people who let you say that word around them, and I think this is where white people get in trouble, and I've talked about this before. When it comes to the N-word, White people, the reason I don't even want them using the word is because they don't, they don't know when and where to use it. Like, you yeah. give them permission, they use it everywhere. They think they can be in public, and they think they can say it to everybody. And I don't know, like, I always try to explain it. I'm like, no, you can't use that word around. Like, I can't even say the N-word around everybody. You know, I got a lot of older family members that would never tolerate me using that word around them. So, yep. I think white people always think that they can once you get the pass it's universal and it's like no every black person reacts different to that word
1: yeah it's just like that remember i told you that that ucla incident um that happened with the gymnastics team i told you about that right you
0: showed me an article i think about it yeah
1: where the the oh yeah yeah
0: the girl she she said it singing a rap song
1: singing a rap song and Mm -hmm. then they asked her not to say it but she basically was like, No, I'm going to continue to say it. I'm just singing in a song. And I'm thinking she's 18 and she's never been checked from it before, even with her black friends. So now she's in a different group of people who are like, Nah, she doesn't understand why she shouldn't. Yeah. Because no one ever checked her before.
0: I don't know why white people think it's okay to just like, even if somebody tells you, like, why would you think every black person is going to be like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Like, I don't, uh, that's the way of thinking. I know And. I think my biggest problem with white people using the N-word is it just never sounds smooth when they say it. Like, you know how rap when, when black people hear it in rap music, yeah. it at least flows. Like, you can tell they use it a lot, and, like, it's just, it makes, like, I ain't going to say it makes sense, but it doesn't sound awkward when I hear it in a rap
1: song. It always <laughs> sounds awkward
0: when I hear a white person say it.
1: Because you know what? Because when it, I bet most of the time when you heard him say it, they were probably not confident in saying it around you. So it that came out awkward.
0: I think the only white people I've ever heard use the N word that it didn't sound awkward are the ones that like grew up around nothing but black people. And that's all they know. Yeah. And I always feel bad for them because it's like a lot of times it's, the word doesn't, it comes to me. Uh, sometimes it comes from like your upbringing. Yeah. Like I was watching an interview on no jumper with Adam 22 and he had this white guy on there and he was using he said he used the N-word. And I didn't at first I was like, why is he like, why? And he started explaining. He's like, he's like, look, man, I grew up in the hood. My mom is black. So I guess he was adopted or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he's basically saying, like, I've never really been around another environment where it wasn't used. Like that. so. So he probably didn't even know the right from wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Because all you've been around is black I, people but who've but that's given you that what
1: pass. I was saying, that's what I was saying about how unique that word is compared to other um uh disparaging words for other groups it's not used other words aren't used so frequently even in, yeah. in other communities no it it's definitely it confuses
0: white people i understand the confusion
1: they that, hear it yeah, all the time
0: so like, they hear
1: it all the time it's in music it's in the movies it's just around their general circle it's a very it's it's a very unique word like they said on the podcast it might be the most unique word in the way that it's used and what it stands for
0: It's got to be tough being white and like loving hip hop because you got to censor yourself (laughs) so much when you're
1: singing these lyrics. I just think, you know, just stay away from saying the word. No, but you know, when you're singing
0: in the car, bro, and then there's nothing but N words in the lyrics. Like how do you, it's a lot of pauses. Honestly, I pause myself. Like I don't, I I don't say it when I'm singing in the car. Like I'll just pause whenever that word comes up, you know? So
1: I got in the habit of saying the word ninja. Instead. No, nah, I never bought into Ninja. I honestly the- I never
0: liked it, man. Cause then you know white people start using that too. And it's like, did
1: you uh, really just want
0: to say the word. You wanna <laughs> say the word. Now the one I like is the my guy. I like my guy. I think my guy is a nice alternative. I've I'm I'm seeing the my guy used a lot now. It's it, it flows well. I'm good yeah. with my guy. Ninja, I never got into I honestly didn't like Ninja. Nah. I, I never don't. used it. I never
1: because I'm like never- you don't know
0: anybody else who says ninja? No, no, I do. But I know white people who say it. And I'm just
1: like, you. Just,
0: all, all it is is like you just want to say the word. You're scared <laughs> it, to say the word, but you want to say the word. And we know what you mean when you say it. So it's like, I, didn't, I always felt uncomfortable about ninja. To me, it's the same as thug. Whenever like a white person says thug, you just know they want to say the N word, but they can't. So they let <laughs> a thug out. But ninja's like another nicer way of like... All right, I'm not being demeaning or anything, but to me I don't like it. Yeah. I yeah. think ninjas that that fad has died a little. Like I haven't heard it as much. What ninja? Yeah, maybe I'm not I'm not on social like I used to be, but
1: Yeah. My I, sister got me into saying it. My sister says it all the time, so I just gotta have it.
0: I gotta see if ninja's still rocking out here, man. We gotta put an end
1: to that one. <laughs> Why are you trying to end my word? <laughs> Bro,
0: that's ninja's the same as um the people who you know when you put LMAO? Laugh yeah. my ass off. I got so many like church friends and family members who hit you with the LMBO laughing my butt off. No, stop it. <laughs> we know what curse. you want to say.
1: They don't want to curse.
0: Bro, but it's like you got to find a better alternative because you're so close to the line when you're using that. Yeah. Laughing my butt off, laughing my ass off.
1: Because you still have to think the word to get the replacement, right?
0: That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they, they're thinking the ass off. Yeah, the ninja people they're thinking the n-word the my guy you're not my guy is good and I'm seeing my guy used a lot now I like that we're we're using that I see a lot of black people using that I see white people because when a white person says that at least it lets me know they're in with like the hip hop culture Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like they're being racist and I'm going to tell you another thing about Rogan this is another point I wanted to make about him using that n-word because we're going to go into Aquafina in a minute too but this is the difference um, I have, well, gosh, I don't want to give my Aquafina take. Around. I'm going to just give the Aquafina take out. I did, like you said, your significant other did not have mm-hmm. a problem with Aquafina. And no. Aquafina's been accused of using a black scent. Yeah. Which is a new thing to me, but apparently, oh, A A V E. Come on, guys. <laughs> African American Vernacular English.
1: Yep. Mm hmm. I don't know. I have a they whole rant up, about they, this. They come They come up with new stuff all the time.
0: All right, so before I even get into comparing Alcovina and Rogan, let me just say the black scent, the AAVE, it's all BS to me. It's all bullshit. Let me not even say BS because that means I'm scared to say it. It's bullshit. I don't like it. And I say, I just feel like when we use these terms, we're limiting black people.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, we think that the only people who could talk like this are black. When it's not, like, to me, I will be more more okay if they called it, like, hip-hop vernacular. Because I think it all derives from hip-hop. Yeah. And I know hip-hop is a culture that comes from, like, black people. But we have a lot of black people, like, older black people, black people who are not even into hip-hop, who don't speak like this. Yeah. But when we talk like that and we act like only black people would speak like this, one... We make white people look at us like we have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then we have the black people who look at us like if you don't talk like this, you're not black. And I just hate it for the younger generation because you have so many kids out there who are more than that, like who, who talk proper English, who just have all these dreams and aspirations and they get made fun of because they, they yeah. speak a certain way and then they think they got to fit in and then you got all these kids who are, like, from the suburbs who now want to be hood and all this. And they start acting yeah. differently, and a lot of them end up in jail and they go down the wrong paths, getting into drugs and violence.
1: And it's like because yeah. they
0: felt like they weren't cool enough to be themselves or it wasn't okay for them to be themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm, with you. I mean, you know, me growing up myself, I got that all the time. Like, why do you speak white? And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is just how I speak.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> all got like- gotten that. I mean, I've gotten that from different people. I've gotten it from black people. I've gotten it from white people. And it's like, why do y'all think black people got to be a certain way? Like luckily me and you, like we're able to say, you know, F y'all, we don't care what you think. We're going to be ourselves.
1: Yeah. But unapologetically
0: black. And we're not trying to fit in.
1: That's what
0: I'm saying. A lot of these younger kids, cause a lot of the younger minds are impressionable, man. Up until like your whatever, mid twenties, late twenties, these kids think you got to be a certain way. And then the yeah, white no, people I- who see this think that, that's what being black is.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, just, grow. you know, we grew up in the same area and everything. And I've seen, unfortunately, some people that we knew that went the wrong path just trying to be cool. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to be that. And I'm that's going to be me.
0: Yeah. That's why I hate this whole black scent, African-American vernacular. I think they're setting us back with this. I get mm-hmm. what they're saying. I get the argument. Like, yes, Aquafina sounds a little different than her normal voice. Mm-hmm. But. Like I don't know how much you know about Aquafina. I've actually, I'm actually a, a fan of Aquafina. Like, I remember well, hearing her on Brill, Brilliant Idiots podcast years ago. My mom has met her and took a picture with her. So I'm I'm an unapologetically Aquafina fan.
1: Okay, here's what I'll say about Aquafina and black and I'll, I probably don't know as much as you about her. I don't know, I I know, know a super
0: lot, but I know enough to defend her.
1: Now, if if she, here's what I'll say when it comes to this: if she grew up, like I heard she's from Queens. If she was born and raised in Queens and this is the environment with and she this is what she heard all the time, I would expect her to gravitate to that, that kind of language or, you know, lingo or, you know, accent, whatever they want to, because that's the environment she grew up in. And that's fine. You don't have to if you're if you. Not only black people speak like that, if if a white person or an Asian person, they grew up in a certain environment and it's all they hear, of course, they're going to pick up on that. And if they're raised in it from a kid, that's what they're going to sound like. And that's what's going to come to their mind at first. And and, and for me, it's okay. Now, if she didn't grow up like that and all of a sudden she's 22 or however she is and all of a sudden she's putting on a show and it's just funny to her, that might be a problem.
0: I don't know her, of course. I don't know her when she was a kid. I don't know how she was as a kid, but I will say this. Aquafina makes rap music. Like, she's a hip-hop artist. She's an actor, I guess, actor. I can't say actress anymore. I think that term is done. Is it over for actresses? Is it? I've been hearing them called actors now. I think they've said you can't call a woman an actress anymore.
1: Hold on. I'm going to have to tune into the Oscars because I'm pretty sure there's two different categories.
0: Bro, I'm telling you. They call maybe it might say actress, but when they talk to, when they talk about them, they refer to them as actors now. Okay. Google it. Uh,
1: uh, they I said you can't uh, say uh, actress. I I don't, I don't so
0: know. her being an actor and in hip hop, mm-hmm. I can see why she has that type of accent when she's well. She, I've I've listened to some of her music and she does rap with a hip hop accent, but I can make the argument that when you listen to a lot of hip hop music. A lot of these rappers' voices are different when they are rapping than when they talk. It's just a different accent when you're a hip hop artist.
1: Let me ask you, let let me ask you this. Let me make a parallel. Iggy Azalea. I think
0: the I think the problem
1: <laughs> with Iggy was
0: She's from like Australia, I think. She's not even yeah. from the US.
1: So no, when she, she had Australia. that
0: Southern accent, we're like, where did that come from? But like I said, when you're when you're a rapper, mm-hmm. they all rap different like Bro, you listen to like Sweetie, Meg, like they just, their voice is gonna sound different when they are rapping as opposed to when they talk. So I understand anybody in hip hop who sounds a little different. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's a hip hop thing. Think about when you ever, whenever you've tried to like make your own rap song or rap, you sound yeah. a little different. Nobody raps with their voice that they generally talk in.
1: No.
0: I'm not mad at anybody having a different accent in hip hop, man. I'm just, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I, I will say I did see a sketch. And I, don't, I think it was but, set, but, SNL or but, something where she had well, a different accent. And I think that's what everybody was mad about.
1: Yeah. Well, let's say outside of the music scene, right? Outside of the music scene, her her skit shows and let's yeah. say she's being interviewed and stuff like that. I think sometimes, I think that's where she gets in trouble sometimes but is it, those it, moments.
0: I know what you're talking about, too, because I can't remember the exact name of it, but I watched the the, the sketch that everybody like basically brought up the black scent about. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, she did go a little extra with the accent, but it's acting, bro. Like you're playing a character. Yeah. So how am I getting mad at you playing a character when you're acting like she's not doing this her everyday life where we think she's like trying to diss us or play us or something like? Mm-hmm. As a okay. character, when you when you're playing a role, well, they might let's, tell let's, you to let, do that.
1: Well, let's par- parallel that to something else too, like I did with Iggy, blackface. Who
0: did? Aquafina did blackface?
1: No, I'm not saying she oh. did, but is could could it be the new blackface instead of, oh, we can't paint ourselves, we're just going to talk and do everything like them? I think instead of-
0: the issue with blackface, because I always see it compared to, like, why doesn't people get mad when people do whiteface, like the, the white chicks movie with the Wayans Brothers? Mm-hmm. The issue with blackface is not that you're doing blackface per se, it's the history
1: yeah, it's of the blackface. History. It's the history, Like yeah. It's
0: the fact that Back in the day, people were wearing blackface. We had white actors in blackface because black people weren't allowed to have those roles. Yeah. And then when they had the blackface, they made fun of us, so it just...
1: It's different. Yeah, no. Without that history,
0: we wouldn't complain.
1: Yeah.
0: But we know where it came from. It's like, all right, chill out. Y'all did too much already when you had the blackface. We can't (laughs) let you do it no more. You gotta gotta fall back. You can't do that no more because when you had it, you made us look terrible. Yeah. Whereas like a movie like white chicks it's it's humor i don't think they did it to try to make white people look bad now no, were some I mean, they, 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 there some stereotypes in there yes yeah they
1: were making fun of some stereotypes definitely. but I, all right so
0: let's do i'm going to tie this into rogan real quick because this is my issue with rogan too with the n word thing i think it's okay to do things that make fun of other races if there's no malicious intent i think i can tell the difference when you're doing something to be funny like, oh, mm-hmm. black people do this. Like, Gary Owen will do a lot of jokes like that. And it's funny. It's humorous. I don't feel a malicious intent when I hear a joke from like a Gary Owen. Yeah. One, because he's been around black people. His ex wife, or soon to be ex wife, is black. He has black kids. So, like,
1: oh, whoa, whoa. He's getting
0: divorced? Bro, they've been separated for like a year.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I did not know. <laughs> he that. got accused
0: of cheating. Um, she has her own podcast, too. I've watched a couple episodes. Her name oh. is Truly Kenya on YouTube. But yeah.
1: Another they, good release ship down the drain. God.
0: Yeah, hey, stay stay strong out there, Mark. Because once I'm you get in them forties, boy, it's it's getting rough. <laughs> getting rough in them forties for people, but it I think really
1: the,
0: is, man. actually, I want to say the pandemic took them out. But I think they might have been no, no. It was the pandemic.
1: I it think the to pandemic
0: be. took them down. Yeah, but it was somebody been, we've else.
1: Been re- a pandi- we've been in the pandemic. We've been in the pandemic for about two years now. So,
0: but there was somebody else I was talking to recently that. Or I've heard about that got divorced, but it was before the pandemic that they went downhill. Oh, was that, what's her name? No, nah, that wasn't the Megan Good. I don't remember who it was, but somebody went downhill before. Oh, I'm sorry. It was my friend. I can't say her name out here. <laughs> That's why I'm like, who was it? But yeah, one of my friends had gotten divorced recently. Okay. Or maybe a year or two ago, but she told me it started before the pandemic. Cause I was like, well, was it because you guys were home all the time together? She's like, nah, it was going downhill before that. So. But the pandemic took Gary Owen and his wife out. But like I said, it's the intent a lot of times. Like when I watch Aquafina, even doing her impressions and stuff, I don't feel like she's trying to be malicious. But when I heard Rogan talking, Mm -hmm. especially the Planet of the Apes thing, that that sounded malicious to me. And the N word stuff, you know, I didn't hear the full context. Actually, no, I did hear Van played the context of some of the N word ones, I believe.
1: But you know what? And with him, though, There's even one where he's like trying to goat somebody to saying it. And it's like, go ahead, say it. You can say it. You can say it. Yeah, It sounded malicious
0: to me because he knew it was wrong and he still did it.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of like the, are you laughing
0: with us or laughing at us? And um, I hate bringing white people into everything, but I'm sorry. This is just one of those episodes where I got to use y'all as examples. So like I'll have white friends who will show me clips sometimes of stuff that they think is funny. Yeah. And they'll show me sometimes like black people talking a certain way and they're just laughing and dying at it. And I'm looking at it like, are you laughing with us or are you laughing at us? And there's a difference there. Like, are you showing me this yeah, yeah. because they're saying something funny, or you just think it's funny the way they talk, and you're like, you think, oh, look at this black person. Like, and a lot yeah. of times I feel like there it's it's got some racial undertones to it. And I'm always thinking about that whenever I hear anything race related, like are you just happy to see black people doing something stupid or that it's going to be d- perceived a certain way? Or do you th- generally think it's funny? So I'm always, that's like my way of analyzing whether I think something is racist or not, I'm not saying the person is racist for what they're doing. Cause they might not know any better, yeah. but the act to me can be racist. And that's what yeah, I got with Rogan. Right. I thought his, I thought the act of what he was doing was racist just cause yeah. he was just having a little too much fun at our expense.
1: Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think that was, you know, is important. It's 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 the acts because, you know, I think sometimes we get too caught up on is the person racist or not. And that's the, that's what we're trying to figure out. right? No, because oh, we've all, right. all had
0: racist acts. I'm not like we've all done something or said something, especially as younger people that can be perceived as racist. But I don't think we're racist people. We've just had moments probably of immaturity or whatever.
1: That's what I'm saying. We get we get we get caught up and sometimes we lose the bigger picture because we're trying to point fingers that that person is racist. Um, and you know, we don't know the heart and soul. It could have been a slip up, it could have been the one time thing, but we get caught up. And but I think sometimes, you know, especially with public figures, it's important not to get caught up on trying to figure out if that person is racist and f- try to figure out how their actions are impacting. The wider audience and community and because we'll never really know their heart and soul but if they are if they're convincing other people to have negative views we need to cut that off right away
0: and i think it's important to educate yeah i think it's important to educate if you think they're doing something wrong like explain to them why you think it's wrong yeah but also like educate because you know there's other people out there listening like which, yeah. when Van, I really hope a lot of people can like go and listen to his podcast. Cause he was also educating in addition to giving his opinion on what he thought Rogan was, but the fact that people can learn from that. Yeah. And we also have to give people a chance to get better and learn from their mistakes. And you know, nowadays with the cancel culture, we don't do that. But yeah. Rogan, I think he has to, he has to own it, own it a little bit more. Cause the, the apology It was just more excuses to me it wasn't really owning it
1: yeah i mean he spent he spent he spent half of the apology explaining why he did it so
0: yeah he should have just he shouldn't have offered any explanation just hey i was wrong
1: i don't know yeah i don't understand when people apologize for things why they can't just say i messed up i was wrong should never happen won't happen again end of story instead of now let me explain. Da, da da This is why I did it. This is how it happened. This is why da da da. They, and they give the rest of the explanation that drowns out the actual apology, and it makes the apology ring hollow.
0: I think he wanted people to just see where he was coming from. Like this is what I was thinking, but it just sounded so but bad. Who's, Nobody who's cares.
1: That who's that for? When you do that,
0: it wasn't for the black
1: people. That's what. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't for us. He must have thought audience, it was for us, that, but it the audi- wasn't. The audience that you're apologizing to, that's ring hollow. I think the rest of it is really just corporate for corporations so they can understand where you're coming from so they can keep writing your check for your podcast.
0: Yeah, because a lot of like artists started saying, take my music off of Spotify. No, India, I redid um, the the white guy. I forgot his Neil Young. I think his name is. I've never even heard of this guy, but apparently he's big. Yeah, he's big. Apparently he brings in a lot of money and revenue for Spotify, a lot of billions of dollars or they were saying that it's going to affect them like with a billion or something or something a crazy number. Yeah. I was like, dang, you're keeping Rogan? But, I mean, maybe Rogan's bringing in a lot of revenue, too.
1: No, he does. I mean, he's the biggest podcast ever, ever. Like,
0: Yeah, and I mean, know. they're paying him $100 million, So, I'm like, if they're paying him that, who knows what they're making. Exactly. But the crazy thing is they've pulled so many of his episodes off of Spotify since he started. Yeah. Like, what does he have left on there? They've pulled, like, 20-something episodes, I heard. Like, every time he gets in trouble for something, they go and pull more and more episodes.
1: Yeah, but I think he's got like thousands of episodes because he was doing this for years and he was doing it for like every day.
0: I wonder if he wishes he would have just stayed independent and just had more of the freedom to say what he wants. I don't know if he feels restricted.
1: He he definitely has to because like when you when you now have to you have corporate sponsors and stuff like that, your brand gets bigger and they're now you grow your business and you have employees. Now what you what you do affects the people under you. Like when you were independent before and you were just getting those checks, it was a lot easier to not have to worry about corporations and them cutting off your funding. And now you can't pay your employees. That always has to come into effect.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, What did you think about the whole Aquafina thing? I know I gave my opinion. I didn't hear what you thought. No, you said Jan was on my side or she she loves Aquafina. What was her like? Like, did she think anything was wrong or she was just like no big deal?
1: She was like, no big deal. She's from Queens. She grew up around it. It's, I don't, she, I don't have a problem with it. She likes Aquafina. She, she's, she is a, I should say, she is also a fan of it. So she might have a bias, um, biasy when it comes to her, um, because she likes her stand up. She, she likes her personality. She, she's even, not that she's a fan of her music, but she's, she's heard it. i
0: know a lot of the Vag. The my Vag song wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I watched. That was the one they said she blew up off of, of hip hop.
1: And my my first really exposure to Aquafina was the the Marvel movie that came out last year. I didn't like. I didn't even know who that is. And I was like, oh, that's. I'll go see oh, it. My man. girl's in it.
0: No, I, I heard her on Brilliant Idiots, probably in like, man, it was probably like two thousand fifteen, like fourteen. Yeah, no. Before she blew up. Before she was anything. So for me, it's like, I'm still like amazed at what she's become because she was probably just a rapper you know, when she was on Brilliant I, I take
1: that back I know she was in the movie crazy rich Asians*, but after that I, I didn't know who she was. I, like she was out of my mind after I saw that movie until the Marvel movie
0: yeah she was popular for uh crazy rich Asians*. I, I know that was a big deal I never saw it it's a tv show or a movie
1: it's a movie okay it's pretty good Let's check it out
0: okay um do we have any more thoughts on Rogan um my the way I was just tying it in with him and Aquafina was basically like the intent i thought aquafina's intent was harmless if you want to say but i didn't think she was doing it to make fun of black people where i thought rogan was doing it to make fun of us and de- demean us and put us down with especially with the planet of the apes thing the the brain thing like i just think the brain, they're two the different brain thing,
1: i think the brain thing really just is an insight into how he sees us you yeah know,
0: the that, n-word that, thing he could have slid like he could have got away with just the n-word by itself but when you when you start adding them up with the Planet of Apes and the brain, it's like, you're, you're going more and more in debt <laughs> on yeah. uh, your racism.
1: <laughs> and, and if you, even the brain thing, he tries to fix himself on it, because he's like, not that not that black people aren't smart, it's just they have a different brain. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible, like, makeup where he tried to, like, fix it. Yeah, I, it, yeah. it's like,
1: you it got worse. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. thought he was wrong there. Um, yeah.
1: So I mean, I'm never gonna. I I never listened to him after this. I probably never will listen to him. Um, I'll say this: I don't know if he's racist, but I think if he continues to have a platform where these things come out, the platform should probably be taken down. Uh, If you're gonna say that black people aren't smart, which is basically what he was saying on one of them, then he he needs to be taken off.
0: I feel so bad too because like when people used to ask me like what my podcast was about. I was like, or why? how I am. I'm like, well, I'm like a combination of like Charlemagne, Joe Rogan, and Joe Budden, and Howard oh, Stern. Joe, oh, two of them. <laughs> but the reason I was saying that is just because like the depth of his conversations, yeah. the stuff he talks about. Because he does talk about a lot of like philosophical, deep type of things like the world. Yeah. And I see why people are a fan of him because he talks about this stuff you're thinking, stuff going on in your mind. And then Howard, great storyteller, great interviewer. So when I say – I consider myself like a mixture of all those. It's similar. It's just because of the 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 way they um the stuff they bring, not necessarily their views.
1: Yeah, I mean, cause I know he's he's had a lot of different people on there, so I know he ha- he he delves into a lot of different topics. Yeah, I've
0: know. heard about different topics he's talked about. I've never really listened to any of them, but I've heard about stuff he talks about, and I'm like, oh, that's something I would probably talk about, or I can relate to that. Like, so that's why like I get where he's so popular. Yeah. Like, he talks a lot of, like, I know he was big on, like, the vaccine, giving his opinions on that. He talked a lot of space stuff, Mars, like, things that like you think and you're, like, going on your mind. Like, he's just... Yeah. It's not, like, the stuff you'll get on most podcasts where, oh, let's recap what happened this week. Let's, yeah. let's talk hot topics. He's not, like, one of those.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Stern, I like Howard. I mean, I don't think... I think Howard a lot of times. I don't want to say he's ignorant. I don't know why Howard. I don't even know if he. I don't know if he uses the N word anymore. But I'm surprised Robin let him <laughs> slide with that so long.
1: Yeah, hey, it's one of those things where they don't get checked. They think it's okay. And he had
0: a black co-host. Yeah, she. I'm more mad at Robin for letting him get away with that one. Rogan. I don't know. I know he doesn't have any black like co-hosts or anything. But he's had enough black people on his show. And I'm just like I said. I'm still mad about that. The the mixed biracial black, whatever you want to call that guy. I'm mad about him not saying something.
1: Yeah. Cause he's yeah, it, you right it, in it, front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an insult. I mean,
0: but I mean, he might've just been uncomfortable and given that nervous laugh. I know some people do that sometimes where they don't want to cause drama. So they're just kind of like, uh-huh. like I did. That I was at one of my friend's house. I'm not going to say any names. I was at one of my friend's houses uh, a few weeks ago. And I mean, I'm, I'm there chilling and he's just like, I can't stand Biden. Uh, I will never call him my president oh, like, Trump all day. I'm just like, hey, like you know, but I don't <laughs> yeah. want to cause an argument and make it like more awkward. Like I just kind of exactly. giggled yeah. it, laughed it off. And I'm like, okay, I can't really rock with you too much going forward. Probably can't come back over here, but I'm a, I'm gonna keep it cordial while I'm here,
1: especially yeah, no, being in no. your,
0: I'm in your house. I'm not at my house.
1: Where I, can say, well, Get yeah. out I, I think, I think we, we think, I think we, as, a lot. I think most people have been in that situation where something's been said, and you you just have to laugh it off and move on because you don't want to cause trouble. You're not.
0: Yeah, you know, just want. Sometimes it's just better to keep the peace too, man. Like nowadays,
1: you, you, you know. got to pick and choose. You you got yo. Know, the world is crazy. Have you heard about the guy who was in a black Mercedes in our area just shooting at people? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? That, I was so mad. They let
0: him out of jail. Wait, what?
1: I mean, so that's just the world that we live in. Oh, I thought in. you said he was
0: like down the street from your zone.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying that's this is crazy world that we live in. He's just driving around and randomly shooting at people. That is insane. I'm like, have
0: I seen him before? And I'll be thinking about it, man. Like, I know I was at Wawa one time and some dudes pulled up in a black car, but I don't know if it was a Mercedes or not. And I think they were talking to the guy next to me because he yeah. was with a, his girl or something. I think they were like trying to holler at the girl and they were throwing up like gang signs and stuff. I'm like, man, let me get out of here. <laughs> I finished pumping my gas and I moved away, but they were like, then they started driving around the parking lot. They were acting very well. I don't know. I'm like, I wonder if it was that black Mercedes guy, but I can't remember what kind of car it was. Yeah. But like, if I say something, you know, you might get shot at.
1: Exactly. Like when I'm in a car with somebody and something happens on the road and I see them about to get a little road roadie, I'm like, Hey, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, man. You Because that other person, we don't know them in that car. Oh, yeah, They may have an Uzi. Let's just calm down. That's
0: my, I don't even like driving. I don't like riding with other people because it's like, I don't know how you're going to react to certain things. I know me. If I even feel myself getting towards the road rage level, I my main thing I always do is I pull over. Yeah. I pull over and I wait like five minutes. I let them go. I just decompress. I try to get in a better mindset. I might say a prayer, but I just, I try to get myself calmed down. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to keep driving and do, like arguing Cause you never know what they're going to do. That's right. So Once I feel myself even getting close to that level where it could turn in the road range, I either pull over or if I could tell they're like trying to, um, if they're like side by side with me or trying to drive, I got so many different maneuvers. Like if somebody's behind me trying to drive all crazy, mm. I'll like switch lanes. I'll try to make sure nobody's around first. Like if I'm like, if I'm driving to Titusville, I know one time I was on the road driving home to my house and it's like a long stretch. Yeah. Almost highway like. And there's like a truck behind me. And like we were getting into it where I went past him because he was going too slow. And he starts speeding up after I have then you want to get motivated to start driving faster or whatever. And he's like tailing me and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I feel like it might get to that level. So I look around. There's not any really anybody on the road. So what I'll do, I switch lanes real quick, and then I just slow down and I'm like Almost stop, <laughs> and it, they're kind of like flabbergasted by my move because they don't—they're <laughs> not expecting it. But that, by that point, they're so far ahead of me. Yeah, all they could do is keep going, and they're probably like frustrated. But I just like, all right, let me pull over and just cool off for a minute. But it's like, man, I know how. To, if I need to lose somebody, I'll lose you. I can lose you, <laughs> especially if there's nobody on the road. I got so many different things I'll do, but I don't get into the back and forth. And yeah, that black Mercedes. Speaking, of just going right back to that. I was so mad because they said he got out on bond um a couple days ago, and I was pissed. I'm like, why are they letting this man out when clearly they have him on video shooting at the gas station that is on Dean Road that we've all driven by by the freaking park. What's that park, Blanchard, or is it the other one?
1: I think it's Downey. What's it, Downey? Downey. Yeah, Mm Downey.
0: That freaking gas station that's right there before you get to Colonial, the light before Colonial, coming down Dean. And I'm just like, man, I know that gas station. Like, I drive past it all the time. But they have him on video shooting there. They have him on video shooting somewhere else. And whoever this stupid judge is decides to let this man out on bond. So then I see on the news the other day, apparently another person called the police and was like, hey, he shot at me before, too, in December. Mm-hmm. So then they went and arrested him again. And now Sheriff Mina is like, we're not letting him out this time. But it's just wild that it took that much.
1: Yeah. As the system... I don't. I don't get it. Like, how do you have
0: somebody on video shooting randomly, and -hmm. you let him out on bond? And then they said when he was getting out, the news was like there, and they're like, "Hey, why did you do it?" He's like, "Hey, if somebody tries me again, I'll do it again." Like, what the hell? Like, we're putting him back in the society, bro. This is why I stay home so much now. I don't even like going out that
1: much. They, they had me looking at every black car suspiciously when I was driving out there. Was...
0: I really wish I could remember the type of vehicle I saw on that damn Wawa that day. Because I'm like, it might have been him. <laughs> it was a black car, but it was two people in the car. They had thrown up these gangs. So I'm like, these little ass kids, man. Fuck. Yeah. And then I'm like, dang, man. They over here trying to like, harass this dude with his girl. I don't know if they know him, if he's the ops or something. And I'm like, I'm right here. I might get hit if they start shooting. I was like, let me get in my car. And I got in my car. They start driving behind me. And then. They took off man, her in the public's look- parking lot. It's just, I'm just like, man, why did I come to Wawa? And it was like
1: 12. I'm like, it ain't like I'm here
0: at night. It was like 12 <laughs> in the afternoon, but it's just.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, bro. So crazy. Speak, sp- speaking of judges, and I don't know if this was on your docket today. No, no, this but, was
0: strictly like a Joe Rogan conversation. I wasn't even doing a full. Yeah. This is like just a race conversation like this. But go like, ahead, whatever's on your mind.
1: Well, this is probably going to tie in. Did you hear about the sentencing for the police officer who shot and killed Dante Wright?
0: mm That happened today?
1: Oh, you, you haven't, yeah. <laughs> so the judge was the one in charge of the sentencing. And how much time do you think she gave, since you haven't heard, do you think she gave the police officer?
0: What was she convicted of?
1: Uh, manslaughter. And she could face up to seven years was the max.
0: Was it second-degree manslaughter? Is that how it goes? Is there degrees on there?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the degree was, but I just know that she was facing the um, maximum of seven years, which is what I think the process. Well, let
0: me see the white lady in Dallas who killed both of John both of Jean. I'm sorry if that's the correct spelling, correct pronunciation. Mm-hmm. The white lady who killed him got what, a year with or maybe two years, but she's going to get out in like a year. I think
1: so who's up? the one who, in the apartment. She yeah. Went? Yeah. No, she got 10 years.
0: Bro, you better go look at that again. If it's 10, they said she can get out in three. It's something where she ain't serving all that. It, she's getting out quick. Okay. She didn't get much time. Like, it got knocked down to time served and all this. Like, by the time they were finished with it, they were like, she could be out in, like, I think it was, like, one to three years. It was something reject, ridiculous. So, I'm going to say this lady probably got, like, six months.
1: Let me give her six. I gave her 16 months.
0: Okay. But a little over a year, but she'll probably be out in under a year with good behavior.
1: Yeah. They they. I'm not
0: surprised. I'm not surprised. Like,
1: yeah, the judge, uh, from what I read, said basically the reason, and the judge knew she was giving her a lower sentence that was not going to be popular, and she said the reason basically she was doing it is because the lady is not is in the hardest profession in the world, being a police officer.
0: Um, I don't know if you've heard my last the episode I did with Jackie, but I did talk about how my opinion has changed a little. I'm a little bit more sim- sympathetic of police officers. I do mm-hmm. just from my time working at the Turnpike and seeing situations they're put in. Yes, I'm. they do have a hard job. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But what this one was, what? He got out the car. He ran, I believe, or he tried to run. I don't
1: even think he no, ended he, up running. He was He was trying to get back into his car.
0: Okay. No weapon, right? No. Yeah, this one, I don't. I can't she, have sympathy on this one. She, she not for her. for
1: her. She said she was reaching for her taser. Oh, yes, yeah.
0: I yeah, this one that's not I can't use that hard profession for her. Cuz you yeah. were supposed to use your taser. You even yeah. messed up by not using your taser. Like you knew yeah. you, you knew you that you messed up. Yeah. So I'm not no, I'm not buying that for her. Now when you I think in the situations where the people have guns and like they say that it was pointed, we don't know for sure if it was or when, was not those are a little tougher, but this one, no, she's. I don't have sympathy for her in that situation. I think she should have got a harsher penalty.
1: Yeah, a lot. That's what a lot of people are saying, you know, and they, you'll probably hear about it and read about it. You know, people are upset about the 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 sentencing. A lot of people are so mad at the judge for her wording of stuff on why because it was, it felt like you didn't have any sympathy for the the person who was killed. You had well, we sympathy. know these
0: judges are gonna. Was it a white judge? They're going to look out for the, the officers for the most part. I mean, shout out to the judge I had in Coco when I had that traffic ticket. She looked out for me, but <laughs> you ain't going to always get those type of judges. Yeah. Um, I was reading more about the other guy who was killed in Minnesota again, Minneapolis. Why did Minneapolis keep being in the news for killing people? I don't know uh-huh. if you heard that. The no-knock warrant where they the guy was laying on the couch and he was shot. Um, they said he reached for a gun. But he wasn't even the intended person they were doing the warrant for, which is the, the crazy part. Like, he was in the house. He was laying on the couch. And I guess once they barged in there on a no-knock, of course, we got to get rid of the no-knock warrants. Yeah. We got to get... Let me make sure so I they, say they, So
1: they didn't, they didn't knock? They didn't announce No, themselves. it was the same
0: as the Breonna Taylor. You no-knock, of course somebody thinks they're breaking in. They're going to try to defend themselves. They're going to pull out their weapon. That's yeah. what any normal person with a gun would do. It,
1: it, seems, it seems like it's making a more dangerous scenario for even the, the law enforcement. Yeah, they're oh. trying to get
0: charges in um, this one. The mother of the young man said he was basically executed. Am- Amir Locke is his name.
1: I haven't even heard of this case.
0: It's It happened, man, like maybe a week or two ago. Okay. And I just like took more of a... I haven't gone full into it, but from what I've read... He's not the person they were even looking for. He was just on the couch. They say when they barged in on the no knock, which is important, no knock warrant, he reached for his weapon and they, they fired. And I'm like, man, like why do they think a no knock warrant is ever gonna end in a like end well? Yeah. I just I we mean, gotta make those he, illegal.
1: If you come if you if you surround the place and you knock and you announce yourself, what's wrong with that? Or I mean,
0: how about doing a good old fashioned stakeout where you wait in front of the house until they come out and then you're arrested. Yeah. Like, why do you need them right then, right there? Clearly they're in the house. They're going to come out at some point. Anybody staying in the house all day, like, especially with the freaking COVID going on, we are depressed in our houses. We are walking out at some point, whether it's to the mailbox, to the store, just wait, wait in your car across the street. Like you normally do when, when you're looking for Brian Landry, what'd you do? you wait outside his mom's house for a week. And follow his every move, although you missed him when he went to the freaking woods and killed himself. But that stuff can be done where you where you just follow him. I don't. Yeah. Then we got to get rid of the no knock
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know the justification for it because it definitely seems like it would cause more more trouble than anything. Because of course, if you, if you, people are coming in your house, anyone inside is thinks somebody's breaking in. They're going to try to defend themselves. It yes. feels like you're putting people more on edge already so
0: and it's the same thing I say about traffic stops because like although I do see the police have a um, a tough job I will say and people don't think police don't think about this blue lives matter supporters don't think about this but I try to explain to them when you're minding your business you're a law-abiding citizen mm-hmm. and you just have the police roll up on you out of nowhere because somebody's called them on you and you have no idea they're coming for you bro you're not ready I said, tell me one person you know, like what would you do if you're just driving one day or you're walking down the street and the police roll up to you and say you're under arrest. We're gonna have some questions. We're gonna be like, wait, 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 hold yeah. <laughs> on. Like you're yeah, not I'm willingly not... just putting your arms out to be cuffed. Nobody's doing that when you don't think you've done anything wrong.
1: Yeah, they always say you you, you, you gotta you, what do you gotta what? Um what's the word? You gotta listen to them. You gotta what's the word? Um
0: like what, listen when they give you the rights or something?
1: Yeah, no, they, they always say you oh uh, they they didn't listen to the police officer. That's why they ended oh, up- Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. They didn't comply. Know, they, they, comply. They didn't
1: they comply, comply. You didn't comply. But if if you honestly believe that you've done nothing wrong, why can't you talk this through? Why can't I be like, hold up, wait a second. Mm-hmm. What is happening here? And I can't- Right? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Why, go ahead. Should I, why should I just submit to you because you have a gun and a badge if I feel like I've honestly done nothing wrong?
0: Bro, I cannot tell you how many times that the term working- like, cause I we would hear the police scanners like they're in our they're turned up all the way in there. Mm-hmm. And how many times we've heard somebody a driver call in and say somebody threatened them with a gun. Once you say that, the cops are on your ass, whether well, you have that gun or not. Yeah. All it takes is somebody saying they saw it. Like, um, yeah. young, uh, rest in peace, young Tamir Rice. They said, "Oh, I saw a kid with a gun."
1: Yeah.
0: Now the now caller the... did say, "I think it's fake," but once yeah, you say, "I, have a, I remember," you that. see yeah. somebody with a gun, the cops are coming guns drawn bro and you don't know they're coming for you you yeah. might not even have a gun but somebody might think they saw it and that's yeah. all it takes for them to come with those guns out and you could be startled and make the wrong move and you're getting shot up you're getting shot yeah. and people don't realize that man they think oh that person must have did something wrong no sometimes you're just not expecting the encounter with the police
1: yeah
0: and I always say man i I always like hey, but- if I get pulled over please pull me over during the day because at night I'm so scared so much could go wrong yeah You were saying something. You sound like you're about to say something.
1: No, no, no. I I mean, you gotta. There has to be a, a line where you you have the ability to have an open discussion with police officers, which sometimes it feels like a lot of times they can't because they always seem to come with you with a lot of aggression beforehand, Um, and I think when people are, are innocent or you know they've been point the wrong person's been pointed out, they get caught up in that and their guard is caught off. Of course, they're going to have a, a negative reaction if they they're completely innocent and they're just minding their business and now they're they have possibly a gun shoved in their face like uh, Tamir like Rice did you know it, that cop was there you brought that up he was there two seconds before opening fire yeah he he didn't even assess the situation nope so.
0: Or hey, freeze, put the gun down or I mean sometimes they have headphones on, they don't even hear like Elijah McClain, rest in peace. Yeah. He had headphones on. He didn't even hear the police giving
1: their orders. But yeah. they don't take that into
0: account. They think you're disobeying.
1: They think you're disobeying. And it's like, you know, life is precious. And and I know their job is hard, but if you kill somebody, that person's never coming back. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, why I say
0: I'll never be a police. I don't I, I don't ever want to be in the situation where I have to like choose if I'm killing somebody or not. Like I don't want to be in a life and death. Yep. situation where I got a split second to decide. Mm-hmm. Like I always tell the story one day when I was driving at home and I went to Walmart and it was a kid walking around pointing a gun and I took off, took off in my car and I called the police after I was safely out at Walmart parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they ended up going and um, arresting them. And they asked me to come back and like ID him and stuff. I went back. <laughs> I remember Jermaine's like, why'd you go back? I'm like, bro, I can't have this kid on the streets. Like, what are you talking about like, yeah. Like bro, you have kids. You would want this guy on the streets. Like I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, no that. fuck that. Like I pay taxes. I get him off the street. Fuck that. No, like, just... And what's I saw I was it's like it's... a little fifteen year old whooped his ass. Like...
1: yeah. But, but I mean, their job is hard, and it is. You know, they want to go home too. Yeah. I and I get they want to go home too, but you know when you a twelve year old with a toy gun, he, <laughs> that's I don't know how I how I yeah. But
0: that's the point I was basically trying to make with my story where it was like, I seen the kid with the gun. If yeah. I had a gun, that might've been a different situation. I might shoot him. Yeah. I took off cause I know I didn't have one, but yeah. if a police sees him like that, you know, they like, they were able to arrest him because I guess he had threw the gun away before they got there. Yeah. But if they see him with the gun and it's not me who sees him first, he might get yeah. shot. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's split second. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a, it's a split second decision. It's tough on both sides, but I was able to escape it with nobody getting killed. So I mean, there are ways. My, I mean, granted, I probably it was a little luck on my side. He didn't fire at me, but he was waving it, which it was a wild
1: night. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this sit, you know, there, and I think sometimes, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy for us to sit here, but and we're not in their position. But I, when I hear stories of just, like, innocent people losing their lives, it's it's
0: Yeah, and they, they, they really definitely, hard. they definitely um, it's a difference between how they approach a black person and a white person. Um, I don't know if you read the story about the fight these kids had in a mall in New Jersey recently. Uh-uh. So there's these two, like, teenagers, they got into a fight in the mall. And I guess somebody had called the police ahead of time because they knew it was going to happen. The police officers come. I hadn't even watched the video, but I read the stories. So like, I, I read the, like, play-by-play. They end up, like, tackling the black guy, putting their arm, um, knee on his neck. They just take the white kid, push him down on the couch, sit there, and they're, like, on top of the black guy. And everybody's, like, filming it, yelling, like, oh, my God, like, it's because he's black, blah, blah, And then the white guy is, like, well, he's not even white. He's, like, I'm actually Latino, but he's, like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't arrest me. I even put my hands out waiting to be cuffed. <laughs> and it's just a big uproar now because of how they treated those two people who are both doing the same thing. Yeah, But the black guy got the worst of it. So, I mean, you can see, like, like, I even think about, man, if I ever see something happen, I got to call the police, like, somebody's breaking in the house or something, and I call them, and I'm there. I'm just laying down. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, oh, officer, it's them. Nope, because you know they're coming after you. They're going to arrest you first or whatever. So it's sad, but that's, that's, that's how it is.
1: It, it, but, you know, even, even, you know, I know that that's a situation where it's clearly they're treating two different people. Um... Of you know, two people of different races differently, but it, it's I think I still think there's other problems because there's this one case, and I was following it a couple years ago where there was it was a white guy and he was in his apartment with his girlfriend and they were playing music loud. The neighbors called the police because um, the music was too loud, and well, the police came. They came and they were banging on the door and they had to bang pretty loud so because the music was so loud. But he came to the door with his gun, and he opened the door. He didn't have his shirt on, and he looked. And and as soon as he saw that they were – no, this is where it gets worse. As soon as he saw that they were police officers, he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Just so you know, I have my gun in my hand. And I guess he was picking his hand up with the gun to show, like, I have my gun. And they they, they shoot him, and they kill him. And his girlfriend comes running out, and she's like, why did you do this? He was telling you he had a gun. He didn't know who he was banging at the door because it's 2 o'clock in the morning
0: kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah.
1: And it's like we we have laws in this country that you can have guns to protect yourselves. And in his mind, he thought he was doing that. His music was loud. He's hearing banging at the door at 2 a.m. He grabs his gun. He goes to the door, and he tells the people, I have a gun in my hand. I want you to know that. And they still shoot him dead. You know what and that the- reminds me of? Go ahead. It was, and all caught on, it was all caught on camera.
0: That reminds me of Philando Castillo. Yeah. He was yeah. in his car and told the officer he had a gun and somehow ends up getting shot. Like,
1: yeah. Sometimes it's it's
0: like, you safer without the gun. Exactly.
1: I know. I, it like, these are people telling you I have the gun out of respect to you and they still end up dead.
0: They probably didn't even hear a word he said. They just focused on the gun. Honestly, they yeah. probably didn't even listen to what he said. They just saw the gun and focused on that.
1: Focus on that. And I, and I saw that and that it, I seen the whole video because they, they have the body cam and it's so sad because his girlfriend is like, she is dying. Like, why did you shoot him? And it's, it's heartbreaking. It's like, <laughs>
0: bro I'm so scared of getting like a knock at 2am because I'm like, I don't want to answer. Like, I'm scared to answer my door after a certain time. Like, I don't yeah. even think I'm answering after two. Y'all got to ram that thing. I'm not. because I don't know who's that- out there.
1: And that's what she says on the table, like, cause they start interviewing her and here, Oh, here's, Oh, I forgot to mention this. Did they, they announce themselves t- though? Yes, they did. Okay. Well, no, well, they they announced themselves. Um, but his music was loud. Remember I told you, so oh. he, he opened the so, door. Wait. Oh, he opened it,
0: but he didn't hear them announce. You're saying?
1: Yeah. He okay. didn't hear them. He just he heard the know. knocking. He just heard the knocking. Yeah. And they take the girlfriend. They don't, they don't even give him any aid. They take the girlfriend to the side and say, "Ma'am, you need to relax." <sighs> and they tell her, no, they tell her more than once she needs you need to calm down. And she's like, "What are you talking about? Help!" And she she pleads with the officers to help him, and they don't do anything. They just stand around and they they they're doing their paperwork and they're trying to take they're trying to take her statements. And he's just she's pleading with them like, "Hold him. Up. Can can I go and ho- do compressions?" And they're like, "No, ma'am." And wow. they just let him die. And I was like, it, and it's all on tape. And it's just, wow." it's like, what are we, do, what are you guys doing? You, she's telling you that it was an innocent thing. Try to help him. Yeah. And they don't, they don't help him.
0: We, yeah, we see that a lot where they, the compassion is lacking. And,
1: and again, these were white officers and he was white. So it's like that, there's a, that even in that case, there's a disconnect yeah. for the compassion for the person you just accidentally shot.
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to police, it's not like a, it's not a white officer versus a black person thing. It's it's not a black officer versus a white person thing. It's just a police versus a humanity thing. Now the numbers are higher for the black people, but yeah, we all get it. Like there's, there's all races who have issues and dealt with police and have negative experiences with them. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of police out there doing good too. I, I got to, I don't want to say they're all bad, but we have to do something to fix the problems I don't know if it's better training. I don't know if that's even possible at this point. I will say I'm not a defund the police guy. I think you're we need not. to re. No, I think we need to reallocate. But I don't like the idea of just <laughs> letting people police themselves. I yeah, think. No, no. I think when they say defund, it just the wording is not right. I don't think they mean defund completely, but yeah. they got to come up with a better wording because that yeah, you're losing to- too many people's attention with that.
1: Yeah, because I, I I I do agree. I don't think they mean defund the police and close the station down. But you're you're 100% right. The wording does scare people. No, off. The
0: funding what thing is that? terrible. Reallocate yeah. is a much better term. Um, we don't need police stations like there was. I read there was a police station somewhere on the west coast. They had like grenades and a tank, and it's like that's what we got to reallocate. You don't need all that. Yeah, take some of your budget and put it somewhere else. Like there's just so much money that we give to these law enforcement agencies that's wasted
1: yeah in in some countries they have to do they have to do like two or three years of training in in some states in the united in the united states it's only six months
0: well i'll tell you this from working at the turnpike one thing i've seen they are having trouble like finding people that even want to be police officers so I, that well, might be why they're just hiring anybody because they're not a lot of people knocking down the door to be police right now
1: no, it's a hard job. I and I'm never saying it is. I, I personally I couldn't do it. <laughs> no. You know. I mean they so do I'm be thinking,
0: chilling a lot though. They got they got a lot of downtime.
1: Yeah, but it just takes one situation to make everything go to heck. So um <laughs> Yeah, and
0: a lot of times I, they don't want to do the paperwork either. So they'll let you get away with it a little bit too. I've learned so much,
1: man. <laughs> I mean they're still human, so I, I don't blame them.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you know I me mean? times so like I've been working and they're like oh, there's a crash here in this office. It's like, oh, I'm about to get off. Send it, <laughs> hold it for the next shift.
1: Yeah, because if it's a crash, it's it, there's a few hours. If it's not but like I, a
0: major crash, yeah. they're like, oh, send the next shift. Like, they, man, they get out of so much. Or that's all the way at the end of my zone. I'm not driving all the way down there. Call the other county and see if they can do it. Like, there's just, I've seen so many different things and little things and it's like, oh, okay, y'all can be lazy sometimes, I see.
1: And, and that's why, I mean, like, you know, I, I I respect what they do because if if something was to happen somebody breaking break into my house, guess what I'm doing? I'm calling 911. And that's why I so. said I don't
0: like defund. Cuz yeah. look, I can't call um little uh I'm trying to think of a name that's like not related to anybody I know. But I can't call Lewis down the street like, "Hey, I need help." Like, you know, I'm calling the police when something happens. So, I do yeah. think we need the police and I don't like yeah. that that thing we're doing where it's like, "Oh, we got to def- get rid of them." Because no. Yeah, no,
1: that's I'm sorry, crazy- but the crime
0: is too bad already.
1: Yeah, society is not can't police themselves. That's not a thing.
0: <laughs> no, if people acted better, look, we could run this thing like Sweden. But no, we're not there.
1: Yeah, no, no, no it's not. We're far from that. Not, not in America. <laughs> in America.
0: Yeah, I'm dying to go to another country just to see how things are. I, I know these people don't even have as much guns and stuff as we do. I just want to go experience it.
1: I got my I mean, passport
0: so soon. I'm gonna travel.
1: Yeah, there, there are a lot of you know, on Western Europe, a lot of the countries like don't like you mentioned Sweden and like Norway and a lot of those countries they don't they don't a lot of them don't have high gun ownership rates. or was it Sweden? That,
0: did they lock up ASAP, Rocky? Was it them that did that?
1: Yeah, it was. Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can
0: go there. Yeah. <laughs> they treating black people bad there too. I don't, <laughs> I don't Know if I'm rocking with Sweden like that? Um. But yeah, man, it's been a great conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I think I'm good on my part.
1: No, I think I'm good. I'm good. It was a good talk.
0: All right. I'm going to throw this episode up on Monday. Okay. Because I just posted one the other day. So I'll throw this up on Monday. I'm trying to make that like my new schedule. Uh, I'm going to hit you up tomorrow, though. I need to. All right. So I have to get new tires at 1115. Okay. But I want to. Can I stop by your house first? to get my phone or whatever package I'll go drop it off before I get my well, on the way to get the tires. And after I get my tires, I'll come back and hang out for a little bit.
1: Sure. Yeah, that'll work.
0: Okay. Cause I already have the box. I just got to get like the, I need you to print out the thing and make sure. I don't know if we have to put anything else in the box to make it, you know, not move around. Uh, we'll figure it out, but okay, I'll hit you up in the morning, Mark. Thank you for coming on the show. This was a great conversation. I think yep. everybody will enjoy it.
1: All right, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. You too. Peace.
0: All right. That was Mark. That was a great conversation. I didn't, I didn't know where we would go with it. I knew we would talk Rogan. Uh, I liked what we got out of that. A lot of good dialogue there. Like the Aquafina talk. And I enjoyed the, um, the police talk and all that. And unarmed people getting shot. That was a conversation that needed to be had. I mean, it's been had for the last few years, but it's a conversation, conversation, That needed to be continued. So it's Friday night. I'm posting this on Monday. Like I said, I am going to end this with another Big Crit song. This time I'm going to play a song called Drinking Sessions. And it's just basically Big Crit talking about everything going on in the world, in his life, how it's driving him to drink. And we're just looking for a better way. You know, that's how we are on Keeping It Real with Jerry Lawrence. We don't always get to the answer. We're still figuring this thing out. And just want to play some music that can help us along the journey. And we'll all get to that finish line, hopefully, in due time. And if not, we're just going to have to hope that our young ones, the loved ones, everybody who's left behind makes it there when we're gone. This is Big Crit, Drinking Sessions, Keeping It Real with Jerry Lawrence. I will be back next week.
2: Not on my mind, and it's so hard to put them in a, a lot of songs. I try to put them all in one, you know. That's what I'm feeling when I'm going through. You know. I've been drinking, so please bear with me. Eyes why should, Billy eating, trying to get my game on. Played it too cool, almost like the froze, had to turn my flame on. Off the wild, watch him X me out. Magazine cover, motherfucker, my ain't tripping my flow. Singing, sitting, shit, maybe they'll listen to me when they sick Get breaking some bread down. Treated like the last supper. Toaster all the time, we were poor but still we had one another. Hopping in out of shuttles. I'ma be big, mama. I'ma get rich, mama. I'm sorry, I ain't got a wife and kids, mama. But look what I did, mama. Got a house that I barely could stay in. A car I barely could drive. In. I'd be alive if I said getting money didn't make me feel alive. Hustling, arguing about who's better than I in tweets. But what does it matter when a new artist come out like every week? And the label all on they nutsack Good for them, keep sucking Most rappers have been over for you, but me, bitch, I'm not for fucking Over I be the biggest star, they told me Sign my name on that line, and when I die, that's when it's over Moving on to the set I was just a talented black kid, but the I look like a chick Another five years of slavery and then it's on to the next I'm just trying to be what I envisioned as a child A king and a man of god when ain't no church And the wild shit been fucked up Cause they don't talk about Christ Everybody trying to die young but who gon' talk about life? I pulled that a good law. confederate flag shit so flawed They used to fly it like pilots and burn crosses and not yards I can't get with you if you with that wisdom, diction. they want that old time back but niggas got hundred rounds and automatic, so we ain't having that I ain't promoting no violence, there's people I just been wild So much that you can get gunned down just for being happy and smiling Ain't no hotline worth dialing, to say the world needs help We too busy feeling our needs that we might kill us ourselves I got my gumption for my granny, had a dream about her like last night She held me tight and told me, little one, everything gonna be alright My mind playing tricks on me, but I needed that though In a world where I feel all alone, sometimes I'm needing help It's hard to share my insecurities, so I medicate, I mean meditate And pray to God for a second chance For heaven's sakes, I'm just waiting on a sign or two Like what I'ma do when my heart get rusty and tired And it ain't shining through and I think about death a lot my father's scared of dying, I can relate I call him up for every flight In case it ain't been for flying I ain't holding back, can't control these tears I mean, after all these years I'm still the kid writing poems two shots. They in the cafeteria, I'm two cups in And three shots away We're going fuck about any of this shit that I didn't had to say Lord knows, it's hard to see the truth with your eyes closed It's hard to protect your feelings when you so exposed Yeah, I'm so exposed I let it all slip away And now all I can say Is here's a toast to a better day And the love that will come and stay Oh God, oh God, oh God Wherever you are, yeah I call your name then far, yeah Oh God, oh God, oh God Wherever you are, yeah I call your name Far, yeah. I'm so exposed. Oh, so exposed. I'm so exposed. I'm so exposed. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God, oh, God.